Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 66. Hey, this is Chris Winfield, the Super Connector. And if you want to learn how to connect with the people that I know, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chapel. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chapel. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, if you have not yet joined our Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta, then you are missing out on some tips and some tricks and everything in between on how to network better, how to build those relationships better. If you haven't joined yet, please head over to buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB to join and be a part of the group, and I will see you there. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Chris Winfield. Chris, aka the Super Connector, has worked with people from many of the world's best known companies, including Disney, Virgin, Macy's, 
Viacom, Condé Nast, Intuit, and NBC. Chris has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, NBC's Today Show, USA Today, Fast Company, Forbes, and hundreds of other media outlets. He is editor-at-large for Ariana Huffington's Thrive Global, host of Entrepreneur Magazine's highly acclaimed Tough Love Tuesday, and a columnist for Time, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, and Inc. Magazines. Chris, thanks so much for coming to the show today, bro. Really, really excited to have you on. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro just a little bit and tell us what you're most excited about right now right now yeah it's hard to expand on that intro it's always a, a little bit uncomfortable for me to hear my own bio read. <laughs> i don't know why so i'm to be completely honest i'm excited every single day and I, I know it sounds really like oh yeah sure you are buddy but i mean i just feel so fortunate to be able to the thing that i get lit up about and i think this is why you and i connected is just being able to work with and deal with so many just amazing people. And like I, what I love to do when somebody asks, Hey, what do you actually do? I just say, I connect people, you know, and it's not just about connecting other people to, I help to try to connect them to their fullest potential and, you know, connect dots for people, whatever that actually means. So whether that means media, whether that means an influencer, whether that means just a great business person or just to really start to actually believe in what they do. I think that's like the biggest thing that I see that holds the most people back is just like this, lack of awareness of how good they actually are and not to sound corny or anything but it's so true it's so much it comes back to that yeah yeah how did you get into that chris i mean that's obviously not like a you don't go get a bachelor's degree in connecting people so like what made you like what sparked this whole journey yeah so the i think i've always been the person that's kind of been in the middle of a lot of different groups of people and Luckily, people like being around me and things like that. But, you know, for a most a big part of my life, I didn't I was not like fired up every single day. I was not happy about what I was doing. I was not grateful. None of that stuff. And, you know, I lived a really big part of my life, most of my life you know, kind of the opposite, you know, and things look good on the outside, but just not being happy on the inside. And it kind of culminated about close to five and a half years ago, a company that I'd started, an agency that I'd co-founded, which had grown to close to like 100 people. We had a bunch of different offices, all these things. It looked amazing on the outside. And I hated every day of what I was doing. Mm. And, you know, the way that I explain it is I was comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, it was just where you feel you're doing something and you're going through the motions. But like for me, I didn't want to, I was just scared of whatever, like my identity was tied up in that and I didn't want to make any changes. And you know, the way that things often work is that if when we don't want to make those changes, they're going to be made for us. And that's exactly what happened for me. And you know, that company, like imploded at least as far as i was concerned and you know all the worst things that could have happened to me pretty much happened and and that was such an amazing thing even though it was so painful and sucked so much but it was one of the best things that could happen because it forced me to just look at my life and be like wow I am not happy. I don't know what I want to do. I just know what I don't want to do. And one of those things that I knew I didn't want to do anymore was like hide kind of behind the computer and, you know, connecting with people online and the only way. And I made this commitment to myself that I would just start meeting with one new person every single day. 
So this is five and a half years ago. And I, because I had not been doing that, I had really been focused so much on just like the online stuff and making money and how things looked and all that. So I started to meet with one person, new person every single day. And I, I said, you know, the only two rules for this for me, other than meeting with somebody each day was be honest, upfront and vulnerable with them, you know, which I had never really done with like somebody, especially like another guy or something like that, another entrepreneur and saying like, you know, about being scared about something or, you know, feeling like a fraud or whatever these things that we all think that we also all think we're the only ones who say them. And the other rule for myself was don't go into it looking for anything. It's just figure out what you can do to help this person. And, you know, so much of my life has just become around, you know, centered around that, around those two things, just being upfront, being honest and like vulnerable and talking about losing my money and, you know, failing and, you know, being scared before I'm going to speak or whatever it is like, and, you know, also just like each thing, like for me, the most important thing is trying to answer the question of what can I do to help somebody today? So for you right now, for example, like my goal is to make this interview as good as possible. Hopefully it is. Who knows? Somebody could be sitting there being like, I wish this guy would stop talking. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, this quote, well, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Like mm -hmm. my goal is to just increase, like make the person that I'm dealing with right now a little bit better, a little bit happier, a little bit more confident, and they're gonna make the five people that they spend the most time with better. And it's just like this, like, you know, it ripples out from there. So that's kind of, I guess, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, yeah, of course. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed, if you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Talk to me about being editor for Thrive Global. How did that come about? 
that came about just the same way that just about every other thing comes about in my life through relationships and opportunities. So the two ways. So about four years ago, I decided I wanted to start writing and being known around personal development and productivity. And I started doing that and I leveraged different relationships and, you know, and I started writing for places like Inc and Business Insider and all these things. My editor at Business Insider was a woman named Jackie Kenyon. And then maybe about a year later, somebody from Time reached out to me about this new initiative that they were doing. And it was bringing in all these different influencers to write for something called Motto. And so they were bringing in like people like Michelle Obama and, you know, Michael Kors, like all these different people and me. I don't know. You know, I'm not up in that level, but whatever. <laughs> and the woman behind that initiative was named Callie Schweitzer. Callie and Jackie both wound up getting hired by Ariana Huffington when she started Thrive Global. And they, Callie basically runs the editorial side. Jackie runs all the syndicate, like all the partners and contributors and everything. And they, I reconnected with them. They came to, I do these monthly dinners with a business partner of mine named Selena Sue in New York, where we bring together people in the media and influencers and entrepreneurs. And I can talk to you a little bit more about that in a minute, but they came to one of those dinners and we reconnected and, you know, just started doing stuff. They had asked if they can start syndicating and using some of my content on Thrive and it did really well. And we just kept developing different things and I started sending them different people. And at one point they asked me to be editor at large. Wow. Incredible. So like three and four or five connections with different people across a long time a different span, but you also had to be really competent in what you're doing or else they would not have obviously asked you to take a position like that. So Chris, who you know or what you know, which one's more important? I think they're both important. So I think to me, it's always more important is the people because everyone, I believe for the most part, anyone can you know become an expert in something. I'm an expert in a tiny little sliver of things that I actually do really well. It's so small, it's ridiculous, but you know I'm really good at those things yeah. in terms of connecting people, being able to talk to people and listen and things like that, and just get clear, help people get clear on their message. Or you know, it's so small, you know. But if I believe that that that's more important than you know who I need to know or anything, I believe knowing and not just who you. Know, Know, but what's the level of those relationships? Right. So, because you can know lots of people and you know have very surface relationships, and it doesn't really do anything for you other than feed your ego. You know, I think it's more about what are you doing to how deep is that? You know, is it somebody that is willing to help you out? Is willing to go to bat? Have you helped them out? Are you willing to go to bat for them? Like, I think that stuff's really the most important. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. So true. So tell us about a time besides the story you just told about Thrive Global where a connection in your life led to a big moment of success or maybe an aha moment for you. Every single day, Travis, to be completely honest, like I literally just got off a call while I was two minutes late to this call. And it was with somebody who runs one of the largest conference series and that just this amazing, you know, impact that this has. And, you know, they get 
2,500. The next one will have 5,000 people. And, you know, that was a relationship. Somebody introduced me to him about a year ago. And then we just stayed in touch. Nothing really crazy came about it. We then met again at a different conference. I met him and his girlfriend, really connected with them, stayed in touch. And, you know, right now it just will, I think now, turn into something that will be an absolute, like he, the offer he just gave me will be an absolutely amazing opportunity for me. You know, I think I'll bring tremendous value to his community. And, you know, that stuff happens every single day. Now, that stuff happens every single day if I am looking and believing that. Now, it can just as quickly go to the opposite side, where if I, and this is, I think, one of the interesting things, for me at least, is that if I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not good enough, there's nothing out there, there's no opportunity, guess what? I'm not going to be good enough, there's not going to be any opportunity, none of that stuff happens. Like, right, I'm right. such believer in that and you know I don't care who else is or what people think about mindset or anything I know for myself as an entrepreneur as somebody in you know who each day it depends on where I'm at mentally emotionally spiritually like it makes such a big difference how I'm looking at that each day to each hour like my bank account is directly affected by my mindset like yeah, there's yeah. I make there's no illusion about that for me right so tell us about some ways. So I know you're talking about at the beginning uh, about some different things that you always try to add value to somebody when you're first meeting them, when you're first chatting with them. And there's never a hidden agenda behind that. Give us some ways, like some more practical ways. Like what does that exactly mean? Like how do you just go add value to somebody without them thinking like, is this person just, you know, seeing what they can do for me so that they can ask me to do something for them? What are some practical ways that you can make that happen? Well, I think one of the most important ones is to, in terms of like, all right, let's say you're talking to somebody, you have a meeting or a call or whatever. You want to know one of the easiest, most effective ways to figure out how you can add value to people. Ask them questions. Ask them questions about themselves. Actually get to know them. You'll hear everything in that conversation if you're willing to listen, because guess who people like to talk about? They like talking about themselves. Right. So I think that there's like always like this idea that we have to go and be so prepared or you know know exactly what we're gonna do to help somebody. And that's not the way that I look at it. I'm more where I wanna get to know them. I wanna get to understand what they're all about. And you know then I can figure out from there, like literally, like right to, while somebody's talking, I'll know ways to help them. Or maybe there's nothing I can actually do to help them. You know, it's very rare, but I think that there's, you know, it comes down to that. You know, I was at this event on Friday and there was a guy there who, you know, he just has this amazing business. We didn't even get a chance to actually talk. I had connected with him afterwards and I said, you know, I'd love to talk and learn a little bit more. He knew enough about me to say, okay, cool. We got on the call. I didn't know what the hell I was going to be able to do to help him out. Mm -hmm. And when we started the call, I didn't even know much about his business or, you know, anything. And this is like, it's a serious, like what he's doing, it's like, it, it's big. And we had a 30 minute call scheduled. We wound up talking for 53 minutes. He talked for most of that because I just kept asking questions because I'm interested. You know, I yeah. think like being curious and like actually caring about people. Genuinely like Genuinely interested. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, you know, by the end of that, though, there was very specific things that I told him that I could help him with there. He offered me some amazing things that I wasn't expecting or anything like that. And, you know, 
we'll see what comes from that. But it is that. And, you know, I think another thing is one thing that I believe is that enthusiasm is really underrated. And, you know, by showing up and being excited and like actually caring and that making it sound like you care because that's what people they want to be seen. They want to be heard. And that's a really, really important thing just to remember. Yeah. You said before when you were uh, working at the job that you were at before and you said you weren't enthusiastic, you weren't excited. Was it basically just making a shift into doing what you wanted to do that made you more enthusiastic, more excited? Or was it like a mindset shift that you consciously worked on to change? Both. (laughs) Both. So because I think it's not so I always explain to people I work really hard to make my life easy. And what I mean by that is that I have a daily practice, daily routines, these things that I do every single day, you know, most of them are in the morning to make sure that I'm in, in the right state of mind, because it doesn't, you know, what I've found is I can easily forget how good my life is and how good I have it and how fortunate I am and how, you know, all these things that I'm telling you, I can easily forget all that, you know, it can just go away if I'm not conscious of that. So it's a good combination. You know, I don't think that there's any circumstance. So the right career, the right job, the right relationship, the right amount of money, anything that will just make you happy or like make me happy. You know, I was always waiting for that. I'll be happy when I sell this company or when I make this. And then like that stuff would happen. I'd still be, you know, it would be great for a half hour and then I'd be miserable. So I, I think it's more about, you know, the journey and just like doing and practicing the stuff on a daily basis, hmm. you know, than any particular area or just like circumstance. Yeah, that's so important to to differentiate between those two because that's something that I feel like I need to work on as far as my enthusiasm level goes. I'm not naturally like an enthusiastic, like high on life kind of a person, you know, like I'm more like, yeah, yeah. Keeled, like, sure. but you're right. It is way when you're first meeting somebody, your first impressions, everything. And, and when somebody is enthusiastic, when I first met you, Chris, I could tell that I could tell that you were enthusiastic, happy and ready to tackle the next obstacle. And it's a contagious energy, you know, that uh, when you get around people like that, and it makes a really good first impression and first impressions when you're building relationships are really important. So yeah, um, thank you. give us one networking tip, Chris. So like if somebody just tuned in and they're about to shut this thing off, one tip that you would narrow it down to, what would it be? Well, I hope if they just tuned in, they're not just going to shut it off right away. So It depends on how but, good this tip is, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest one <laughs> is actually make connections with people. Like this sounds so dumb, but I think like I meet with lots of different people and they ask me like, how do you actually build your now? How? And then I, I say like, are you reaching out to people? Like, are you just making that first contact or that second contact? It sounds so dumb, but we all know it's all about that. It's all like your backgrounds in sales and you know, it's like always a numbers game. Like, but if you're not making that outreach, like, or you're thinking, oh, this person's too busy. Why would they want to hear from me? Or they're too important or anything like guess what? Like they're going to be too busy. They're going to be too important. Like you can't get something you don't ask. And I don't believe that like everything is so simple in life. Like this, it's so simple. That doesn't mean it's easy, 
because like on the other side of reaching out to somebody or you know whatever is you know the fear of rejection or being ignored or whatever but having and not reaching out just like on mass like you know and sending out like email but like just like if there's somebody you want to get to know figure out what makes them tick, you know, what they're interested in, what you could potentially do to help them, how you could connect with them. Like if there's somebody you really want, where are they going to be? Like what conference, what book sign, like get there, you know, right. like if it's right. like the thing that I always believe is like the extra miles never crowded. And now more than ever, that's true because like, it's so easy to do things. It's so easy to send a Facebook message. It's so easy to, you know, not have to like get rejected or, you know, whatever that it's awesome. Like, you know, everyone's focused on Facebook ads. Great. I want to focus on relation. I want to focus on media. Like, you know, the things right. that other people are ignoring, like that's the unfair advantage stuff. And those are the things that I, you know, go back to basics like that. Nothing changes in the world, you know, like things that worked a thousand years ago still work today. <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's insane. Right. So for those out there who have a crippling fear of rejection, what would be your advice to them? Like, how do you handle rejection? Get over it. You know, it's really that simple. So it's the thing that I would say is, what are you like thinking about from a regret standpoint or anything? But, you know, the it's again, like, just think of it from a numbers perspective. And every, you know, the old sales thing, every no is a step one closer to a yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who cares? Like, you know, what's going to matter to you more? Like somebody who ignored you or somebody who said no, or that opportunity or that thing that you didn't go, or seeing somebody like doing something that you were like, oh, I meant to do that. I meant to reach out to that person. Like, why is this person getting to do that? And just like not, you know, taking yourself so damn seriously, you know, and that's like a really important thing for me to remember is like, I I get rejected from things all the time. I, there was like that, I gave you all these stories. There was also people that I met on Friday that I'd reach out to after and, you know, one completely ignored me. That's fine. You know, like it's all good. Like like, it bothers me for a moment. And then what I have to remember is like, that's just my ego. That has nothing to do with the actual. And, you know, I also can't get inside somebody's head. I don't know what else they have going on. And, you know, exactly, exactly. So I think people take it like so personally, like they're thinking that this person just blew them off because they think they're better than them. And then they just get this like complex and then they don't want to ask anybody anymore. But really, it could have just been like they just got some bad news on the phone and they're just trying to make it to their hotel room without breaking down and crying or like, you know, what I mean? like there's just so many things that happen and people just take it so seriously and take it way, way too personally. So has it always been like kind of natural for you, Chris? Like, have you always been like the persistent type to be like, uh, who cares? I'm just going to keep going for it. Or was it something that you had to learn after like dealing with rejection a couple times and like moving forward from there? Yeah, it, that did definitely does not come naturally. So my mind want like if let's say I'm giving a speech and there's a hundred people in the audience and 99 of them absolutely love it. And one person's like, you know, looking away, could care less, you know, whatever. And my mind wants me to ignore the 99 people that are amazing, like that had a great time, got something out of it and focus on that one person who was completely (laughs) disinterested. So what I'm saying by that is no, like my mind, you know, would love and especially like my ego would love for me to focus on, you know, the rejection and focus on, you know, somebody ignoring me rather than like somebody saying, you know, oh, you're like this. So help me. 
So it doesn't come naturally, but that's where like other things and like having a daily practice and things like meditation and gratitude lists and all the different things that I do on a daily basis and also surrounding yourself with people that, you know, you can say that to and be like, oh, you know, this person completely ignored me or, you know, rejected me or whatever. And, you know, hear somebody else say, oh, yeah, that happened to me all the time. And then you go, or and that happened to me exactly with that person. And, yeah. you know, or didn't you know that he had this going on or whatever? And then you're like, oh, shit, I guess I'm not the only one, you know, right. that right. we all have that feeling, you know? Exactly. That's the biggest thing that I've realized recently is that somebody asked me that since, and you know, my background, Chris, and since I come from door to door sales, somebody asked me that recently, how did you handle the fear of Like, how do you get over rejection and stuff? And I really started thinking about, it, started writing a bunch of stuff down. And one of the points that I wrote down is that realize that everybody goes through this. Like, this isn't something that's just like for you. Everybody goes through rejection. Like I was just looking at Tim Ferriss's new book, tribe of mentors. And he has an entire section in there on how to reject people. And he includes letters yes. and emails from people that rejected him to be a part of the book Tribe of Mentors. And like this yes. is like a high level thing where there's like billionaires and all these other like celebrities and people contributing this book. And you would think that anybody that Tim Ferriss asked would be like, uh, yeah, definitely. I want to put yes. my name in that. But there are so many people that rejected Tim Ferriss. And then he's just sitting there like, you know what? I respect some of these people even more afterwards. Of course it hurts a little bit but you got to get over it and i was yes. like oh wow this happens to literally everybody <laughs> like there's yes. not a person on the planet that can have anybody say yes to them at any point everybody deals with rejection exactly i love and one of my favorite stories ever around just like this whole idea because we always think that like that story the there's a story with jay-z and this is many years ago i guess when he was first getting involved with buying part of the nets and he was meeting the guy Prokhorov, who I think that's his name, the Russian like multi multi billionaire mm -hmm. who became the owner of the Nets. And they were at some hotel or somewhere here in New York City and they're in the penthouse. And the guy, Jay Z's like, Oh, where is he coming? You know, is he coming up? And they came on and they're like, No, you're, we're gonna go up to meet him. He's like, But we're already at the top. And they're like, No, sir there's another level <laughs> and he goes, it just reminded me, there's always another level. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it just blew me away. Like, I just absolutely love that because it was just like, you know, like Jay-Z is like one of the most famous, you know, right, like, right. you know, at that point he probably had half a billion dollars, but it doesn't matter. And if we get into that, like pissing contest or like thinking that like mm -hmm. our world is like, so like it's everything, then, there's always something different. You know, there's always going to be that de next level, which is great. So true. So true. Well, Chris, let's uh, go ahead and move on to a segment I like to call the random round, which is basically just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. And then we will let you go. You ready? I'm ready. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? TV talk show host. If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? Jesus. Uh, seems like the best person to know. <laughs> How do you like <laughs> to learn best? Books, blogs, podcasts? Books. What is one of your favorites? So I have about six or seven books that changed my life. The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. 
The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovel Shin, Choose Yourself by James Altucher, Manifesting Miracles by Neville Goddard. There's a few others, but those read those books and your life will change. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. I wake up typically between 4.30 and 5.30, depending on what time I went to sleep. Never hit the snooze button, get out of bed, say today's the best day ever, try to mean it make my bed, have a cup of coffee, read a chapter of a book. Then I write two gratitude lists. One is what I'm grateful for right now and by hand. What I'm grateful for right now, I just think about the last 24 hours, people that came into my life tomorrow, this interview will be on there. And then I think then the other one is the things that are coming or happening now that I'm grateful for. So I try to think about the things that, whether it's coming up in that day or you know down in the line, but believing that they're already there, creating those opportunities. And then I meditate for 10 or 15 minutes. I then write out, or I, there's some things that I say out loud. Then I write out a plan for the day based on what I have and my most important task. I text with some different people. I also send my gratitude list to one of my best friends, you know, and then at that point I eat some breakfast and, you know, then I'll do some work. And what time is that? Like, so how long is that from waking up to starting into work? Hour and a half. Okay. What is your go-to pump-up song? Oh, man, I have so many. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, if you guys want to find an amazing, like, just get fired the hell up, go on YouTube and type in Imagine Dragons, Kendrick Lamar, Grammys, and then thank me later. <laughs> what are you not very good at, Chris? Math, organization, Anything involving housework, anything involving any, most things. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right, as we get everything wrapped up here, what is one place online where we'll be able to find you the most? My personal Facebook, which is just Chris Winfield, is probably where I am the most. I, you know, for, I would love to hate Facebook, but I actually love Facebook. Yeah, that's the, the, probably the biggest one. So go to Facebook and type in Chris Winfield. That's W-I-N-F-I-E-L-D. Is that right, Chris? Yes, sir. So go to Facebook, type in Chris Winfield, and send him a friend request. Show him some love on his profile. Chris, thanks so much for coming to the show today, man. I had a blast chatting with you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And also be able to check out chriswinfield.com. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies, and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.